or media. Blockchain news, crypto crews and interviews. Keeping you tuned in to the ecosystem. Welcome to tonight's core radio show. Tonight we have we're serving up something pretty interesting. It's the technology coming straight from Supernet, straight from JL77, explained by Gruel, questioned by Gruel, Satinder, and our voiceover for this evening, who will be JL77, uh, is our very own Prince. So, uh, hey. Prince. Hey, what's up, man? Not too much. All right, so you're Bro, gonna, how's it going, bro? You're gonna be. Hey, to- this is Gurewal or Satinder. Yeah, I'm good. What's up, fellas? All right, so we got a gang of people over here. It's like a party. Yeah. So this is gonna be like a Shakespearean. Uh, so just get ready. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> all right, so uh, maybe not, but we're gonna be talking all about iguana. All right. Uh, yeah. Gruel. Can you get Can you give us a little introduction to iguana? Gorival. Yeah, that's correct. Gorival. Don't call me Griu. <laughs> because I have already grown. Gorival. Can you give yeah. us a little uh, explanation as to what uh, what we're diving into here with iguana? What is iguana? I know it's part of Supernet. Well, iguana is um, a tiny piece of software written in C language, programming language, by James James Lee. Uh, his uh, uh, name or alias is JL seven seven seven. So, uh, what this piece of software does is it uh, runs on your system and allows you to uh, run multiple blockchains at uh, once at the same time. And um, and it works better, faster, and more secure uh, than the other implementations we have seen and, around and run on your servers. It's flexible to uh, run it anywhere. Um, it will eventually also support um, your mobile devices. You can run it on there. And uh, as light and as flexible, secure, that's in short, I can say. Interesting. Well, that sounds that sounds pretty awesome, man. Uh, how long have you been working with Iguana personally? Have, have you done any work with it? Well, I I I'm involved uh, in testing of the software. Um, well, um, I joined Supernet Slack back in around uh, June or July or something, maybe before. And since then, I've been following this project, and wherever possible, I try to help. Um, I, um, sometimes uh, some persons say, "Okay, I need some help with this server setup." I try there. Then another person or another uh, task there, they they say is, "We need some kind of documentation setup so that it could be automated or something like that." Uh, sometimes uh, um, some tasks come up like we need some tasks to be tested for different platforms like if this kind of uh, application runs on mobile or not or if it is possible to go that way or not or uh, sometimes I help like setting up task description or something um, helping Noash to uh, describe the task Um, at some point 
some here and there kind of stuff but uh, yeah I, I'm in not involved as a team member but I'm kind of involved as uh, just a person like you guys are uh, you are just watching from the sides and whenever there is some call you can pick you pick and do that so that's kind of a stuff that I'm involved in in, in Iguana system it sounds amazing bro yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's a cool cool project. I have a, I have a technical question actually, and we'll probably get into this maybe in the questions. But now we you're saying that this is very slim. It's a, the software is very light. Now yeah. it, it runs multiple blockchains. Now how does it import these blockchains? Are they hosted on separate uh, servers or platforms, or are they locally hosted somehow and and and, and truncated in in a way, or or what exactly? How does that happen? So um, how does any blockchain runs? Any blockchain runs, it needs some, uh, what you say, uh, a piece of software which runs on your system. With that piece of software, you get lots of different uh, libraries which does different kind of works, right. uh, such as it, it connects to different peers. There is a libraries, uh, there are libraries which uh, helps you connect to different peers on on the network on the internet. Uh, it helps um, uh, setting up the database, synchronizing the database with another uh, networks. So many another kind of stuff there is just in one piece of software, and all of these kind of uh, uh, features and functionalities are in every kind of blockchain technology you will find from Bitcoin starting to another ones and mm. Bitcoin derived many of these technologies from the existing ones uh, some from uh, what you say torrents some from right. uh, cryptographic technologies and so many other places so what this iguana software does is um, it calls on those existing uh, nodes of oh. some X cryptocurrency oh, right. which are already running uh, around and um, it just strips data from there and convert those to some uh, bundle of files. There is no such thing as database in Iguana. It just wow. fetches the data and stores in a static non-changeable non uh, files of bundle. Wow. So, um, this is totally a custom solution that James built. So because of this, uh, there is no glitch we can find, which mm. uh, glitch means to say there's no performance issue we find in Iguana uh, right. to uh, database management systems that we could uh, expect in another uh, Bitcoin or blockchain uh, softwares. So that is why it is so much fast uh, to store, manage, uh, run these blockchains. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, so we can run multiple blockchains at once. We can say download a full database for um, a particular currency uh, through Iguana to our system. Or we can say uh, there are already some other Iguana nodes who are hosting that database uh, with them. And we can say, okay, I want X cryptocurrency to be fully loaded on my system, but another Y currency I do not want um, to be fully loaded. I want to use it as a light mode. So it will be uh, sending query and transactions to those mm -hmm. Iguana nodes who have the full, what you say, uh, database with them. So that's full right. full node and Basilisk, which is light mode of nodes. That's, that's how it runs. That's really interesting. That's that's neat. I mean, that, that answered my question very thoroughly, actually. And and that's that's really cool. All right, guys, so uh, let's go into the technical, the deep technicalness of this. 
Satinder is going to ask JL77 some questions. All right, and Prince is going to be JL77's voice. All right, guys, because yep, we all know JL77 is anonymous. Yeah, mm. but um, I just want to let people know that um, this is... Uh, I tried to be very generic uh, to these questions. I, mm. I, I was trying to ask these questions from the generic point of some person who is getting, you know, new to this supernet technology. Right. So that some, some somebody just like uh, uh, opening a door and coming inside the room and say, and he finds a lot of weird stuff around and he says, okay, um, what am I doing here? What is this everything around? Is, seems like interesting but what is this stuff so such kind of general questions i just ask uh, because i'm also involved in community i get in touch uh, with jl77's work so i knew some technologies so i also kept those technology uh, questions to the level as the technical but in the end when i read balance. all this <laughs> yeah but in the end when i read all those questions and answers i found it's not a general general <laughs> inter- interview it is a technical interview so expect it to be a more of a technical than a more of a general uh, the reason is my questions will be a general but the answers to those questions is not technical those are (laughs) technical and you can imagine uh, that these are coming from uh, not from a marketing guy or not from Mm -hmm. some teacher or something it is coming from a technical person yeah (laughs) from uh, an architecture Mm -hmm. he's building a universe for us in this crypto space so uh, so expect this to be technical so i hope you guys understand but i try my best to yes uh, so yeah that's how it is so yeah all right so So let's let's dive in Oh, so let me ask uh, from the first question. Okay, so um, James, uh, those who have been with NXT and Supernet know who who you are and uh, know how for how long you have been in development in blockchain technology. For those who might be listening to you for the first time, can you please tell us something about yourself? I write C code, lots of C code. I like to fully understand things so I don't have to rely on others to tell me what something does. I am stubborn and will keep working on a problem till it's solved. So can you please explain in your words what is Supernet as a technology so that even a grandpa could understand maybe? And what does Supernet solve for a regular person? I don't think I can describe the technology in layman's terms. However, the goal of the tech is to make blockchains as easy to use as Apple products. Fair enough. Um, Is Supernet being developed only for technical geeks or should a regular person give it a try to understand as well? Well, mass market adoption is obviously needed for crypto to, to achieve ultimate success. So that means it needs to be easy to install and use. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, how long has it been in development? Over two years, but I work 16-hour days, uh, seven days a week with just a few days off. So uh, over two years for me is like over five years for most. I've written almost 200,000 lines of code for Supernet, but the majority has been deprecated. Uh, also, my C code is said to be about three times denser than typical C code. So 
how did you came up with the idea of a supernet and what inspired you to work on this technology? Back in 2013, there were very few crypto projects that weren't just Bitcoin with a few changes. But there were a few projects with active development, but due to the ease of making a new Bitcoin fork, that's what a lot of projects did, and they were detracting from the projects doing actual advancements. To solve the ease of use issue, it needs to be present a single interface to the user, not hundreds of different coins. Most grandpas do not want to deal with more than one currency. Yep, for grandpas, we have to make it easy. Yeah. Um, so let's get to the next question. So that is, uh, what are the problematic issues that you noticed with Bitcoin and its later descendants that you thought Supernet could solve? Well, Bitcoin uh, is hard to use, even as a developer. Uh, things like multi-sig are there, sort of, but not really. The low-level Bitcoin D doesn't even really know about multi-sig addresses. It deals with things at the script level. Uh, for example, is this script for an unspent output validly signed or not? And it isn't actually dealing with balances and addresses. So there was a lot of code to write to catch up to the existing Bitcoin code. But I had to do that, as the current Bitcoin code is not practical for mass market usage. It isn't easy even for experts to install, let alone grandpa for that matter. There are many cryptocurrencies, and there will continue to be more and more due to the low cost of making a new one. People simply make lots of money off of it. However, if a single interface is needed, that means the proper design is to have a single piece of software be able to talk to all the coins at once. This is what Iguana does. A single thing that at the same time can talk to many coins at once. Sounds really cool. Okay, so um, there are many other projects, big and small, trying to be uh, or trying to make better versions of blockchain technology. We have seen Litecoin after Bitcoin. We have uh, seen Ethereum smart co contract blockchain managing money in a smarter ways. We have witnessed uh, one of the biggest crowd sale of uh, decentralized autonomous organizations, so-called DAOs, with whooping $150 million raised only to see if um, it gets hacked in the end. Um, it's a very dangerous and a risky technology to put money into. Uh, yeah. What do you think about it? And is it still a good time for people to invest into uh, blockchain-related related projects like Supernet? Well, it, it's not a good idea to group all crypto projects into the same category. Like, during the early days of the internet, there were a large number of really well-funded companies, and most ended up as footnotes, but Google, Facebook, and many others have come to be very good investments. BAO was a particularly dangerous investment with half a dozen known attack vectors. For now, I would suggest a diversification strategy to make sure that you have a stake in all the promising projects, but stay away from the others that have a large number of unaddressed security flaws. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, and never invest more than you can afford to lose. There's a lot more work to do, but good advice nonetheless. That's, that's always a good advice, not to put your eggs in just one basket. Mm -hmm. Give some to others. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay, let's get to the next question. Uh, what is Iguana? Well, Iguana is the core of the Supernet platform. It implements many layers of functionality, starting with the Bitcoin protocol, but all the way up to smart chains. Okay. 
and what are the features of Iguana? Well, it would take a long interview to go over all the features of Iguana, but the most obvious is that it is fast to sync blockchains. And those of you who have synced um, you know, anything in your Bitcoin wallet from Bitcoin D know how much of a pain that is. That was my little addition. But given enough bandwidth, the entire Bitcoin blockchain can be parallel synced in about an hour. That is for the entire blockchain, not just catching up for a week or two. But, and uh, how Iguana is more smaller and faster than Bitcoin and other blockchains? What magic you put into it that other blockchain developers yet have not? Can you explain in terms of a regular Bitcoin user, maybe? Well, I wrote everything from scratch in C. The total code base ends up less than two megabytes for the basic node and about three megabytes for a node with all the advanced features. I didn't write the crypto primitive code, but used existing libraries for that. But other than crypto algorithms, Iguana Basic Node uses only pthread as an external library. The version that enables advanced features currently depends on curl, which depends on an SSL library. But this is used only for accessing websites. Iguana does not use the database to store the blockchain. Since the blockchain doesn't change after it is fully confirmed, using a database is not the most efficient, and it's typically the bottleneck for performance. Since everything was written from scratch, whenever possible, I made things just a bit more efficient, and it combines to be able to do a lot more with a lot less overall code. Most programmers don't code in C anymore and rely on higher-level languages to do the time-consuming details. It saves time when coding, but ends up with a less efficient final product overall. C plus lots of libraries have has a similar effect. So using my C and no external libraries, especially no database, is probably the main enabler for a much smaller footprint. Being in pure C, it is possible to compile Iguana to be a Chrome application. The reason it is so important to reduce the resource usage as much as possible is that Iguana needs to talk to so many coins at once. So whatever overhead it takes to deal with one coin, it will take n times as much to deal with n coins. Good like the part of a uh, Chrome application. Yeah. Okay so, <clears throat> okay, so I don't think I know of any other project which runs full blockchain and that too, multiple blockchains, just a browser, a web browser. That's one nice, nice feature to have. Um, but many people doesn't like Google Chrome due to different reasons. Um, are there any bottlenecks of having a full blockchain application running in a web browser? Does Iguana support any other browsers or will it? Uh, is there any minimum requirements to run Iguana in a web browser? Can it run on any low-powered notebooks like Chromebook maybe? Hmm. Well, non-Chrome browsers will be able to be supported using EM Scripten once it supports pthreads. Experimental versions already do, so that should be possible soon. If Chromebooks run Chrome apps, then Iguana Chrome app should work, but I haven't personally tested this because I don't have one. I am limiting the Chrome app to be a basilisk node, as loading any application via Chrome is not very practical, especially if a smartphone that uses expensive bandwidth is used. Basilisk is essentially Iguana codebase, but it is in a special mode where it asks random Iguana full nodes for help. These Iguana full nodes will do some things for free, within reason, but there will be services that the Basilisk nodes will need to make very small payments for. Um, this allows for a self-sustaining network to be created, and also the fees will be market-driven. 
So if one iguana node starts charging a lot more than the other iguanas, then the basilisks will just not ask that expensive iguana for the remote calls. That's uh, good info. So let's get to the next one. Well, it's, it's mind-blowing that iguana doing such things. It really is. And, and, and still being so tiny in size and even running in a web browser, being able to install and run with just one single click and can run multiple blockchains at same time. So which blockchains iguana have tested so far, runs that, which runs with it? Like Litecoin, Dogecoin, Namecoin, Dash, Monero, NXT, Ethereum. These are uh, top currencies that comes to my mind at the moment. So are those all supported with iguana? Well, Bitcoin and Bitcoin Dark are the two reference currencies I developed Iguana on, doing my best to abstract any differences. I added Litecoin and Syscoin one day to make sure other currencies can be added without much work. I also have it syncing with Zcash testnet right now. Uh, so this covers most of the range of the Bitcoin protocol coins. However, non-Bitcoin protocol coins are not directly supported by Iguana. So things like Monero... NXT, Ethereum, won't get native Iguana support anytime soon. Well, if we get a support for Zcash, that will be really amazing. So Zcash is the next, um, what you say, interesting uh, blockchain project, which is already popular in developers because it's, it's um, covering the anonymity of uh, its users. Okay, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's really interesting stuff. Uh, so uh, does that mean running all these... Uh, uh, these multiple chains, we also get all the extra features those blockchains provide, like uh, with Namecoin, we can register and use a decentralized DNS system, .bit. And with Monero, we can do anonymous transactions, etc. So will we be able to have such features with these uh, blockchains running on top of Iguana Core? Well, Iguana only does common denominator Bitcoin protocol. So any enhancements of a coin are beyond what, what Iguana knows. Special code would be needed for each enhancement. What this means is that the coins that have the most changes to Bitcoin, like Syscoin and VPN coin, will be the most work to support. But it also means that any plain Bitcoin fork will be fully supported by Iguana. Uh, so, Basilisk, I heard about this word in our previous conversation. So Basilisk is a light mode of Iguana. Is it like the Electrum light wallet of Bitcoin? Uh, would that be right to say? Uh, what other modes there are in Iguana? Not exactly. My understanding is that Electrum needs special servers. Basilisk is decentralized and there is no special server. It queries the Iguana full nodes, so it is more similar to the SuperNet light wallet. Very true. Yeah, making decentralization more decentral. Mm. Okay, so um, smartphones like Android and Apple only support Bitcoin and such wallets which does not hold full blockchains on it. Uh, do you think Iguana can do that? Uh, do you think it will ever be good to run full Iguana nodes with bulky blockchains on mobile phones or tablets maybe? Well, I doubt Bitcoin will ever become practical enough to store entirely on a phone. But with Basilisk, there's no need to. The only downside is that it's a bit slower to do new transactions. But the time savings of not needing a blockchain more than makes up for it. So Basilisk nodes are fully decentralized and trustless. 
The only information it's requesting from the iguana nodes are publicly available. Well, actually, it's one level up at the block explorer level. So Bitcoin D does not include block explorer level data. You need to add that code to get that. With Iguana, Block Explorer access comes built in. In fact, you can query the balance of any address at any height, which I'm not sure even blockchain.info allows you to do. Most people aren't even aware of the low-level nature of the Bitcoin RPC and don't realize that an entirely new layer of abstraction is needed to create balances for addresses. It will be really cool stuff to see. Uh, what my balance was at some certain date, like if what my balance was at like um, uh, two years ago when I was uh, uh, at some at some event or something. Yep, that's yeah. something which I do not find anywhere in, in, in any block explorer. That's really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, which is my next question. So, Bitcoin and Bitcoin Dark are the main currencies of Iguana. Is that correct? In case, if I don't have any Bitcoin, or Bitcoin Dark, and I want to use some other currency like Litecoin or Dogecoin, does that mean I, had, I need Bitcoin or Bitcoin Dark? I won't be able to use any other currency without them? Since most of the services will require a small amount of Bitcoin Dark, without it, you would need to at least convert some other currency. I plan to have easy ways to automatically convert small amounts since it's paying for transaction fees and basilisk fees. The total amount will not require precise market-based exchange rates that atomic swaps would. That being said, it probably would be possible to use the free mode without any currencies at all. With the auto conversion, I don't, I don't see it as any practical barrier, um, which is okay, interesting, so you know, to have a cryptocurrency wallet without any cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get to the next one. I have invested in multiple crypto projects. So I hold many cryptocurrency wallets and sort of tokens of crypto shares or so-called NXT assets like shares and stocks. Uh, does that also mean I can have all of these uh, cryptocurrencies which are supported by Iguana can be just hold in single wallet? Well, it wouldn't be realistic for Iguana to immediately support all possible crypto investments due to the large variety. But starting with Bitcoin and all compatibles is a good start. Long term, that is the goal, to have a single unified view or wallet for all crypto and to be able to view it in terms of the user's local fiat. Okay, so I have multiple wallets with me with encrypted password protection and some are multi-signature I think I can move them all to Iguana and still have multi-signature wallets? Do I have to log into each wallet in Iguana to access my cryptocurrency? Iguana can import priv keys. So by importing all the various priv keys into the same passphrase encrypted wallet, then a single login will provide access to all the different priv keys. Unlike Bitcoin, where the wallet is only the priv keys, but all the transactions are done by these priv keys, in Iguana, it is only the priv key that is stored. What this means is importing a priv key is a matter of seconds, not hours. Okay, so I'm getting on to 19th question now. Uh, can I also hold my NXT assets in Iguana? Unfortunately, Iguana does not directly support the NXT protocol at this time. Unfortunately. So, that's fine. Um, there is still a thing which sounds uh, confusing. Um, you said Iguana is a core of SuperNet platform. What do you mean by Iguana as a core? Does that mean SuperNet is something else? What is SuperNet then? Please help me clear this. Con 
Well, SuperNet has a core holdings aspect that is independent from its tech, and in fact is usually trading right around the value of these holdings. What that means is that the cost for all future potential is near zero. Technically, there are several layers of software and Iguana implements many of these levels, but it is convenient at times to talk about just one specific tech, for example, DEX. So even though DEX is technically part of the Iguana code base, it is operating at the DAP level using the Iguana core. So are you talking SuperNet as NXT asset? Uh, as we know, there is an asset named SuperNet in NXT exchange, or uh, you're talking about, talking SuperNet as some decentralized network. Uh, I will come to SuperNet asset questions further in our conversations, but yeah, we'll still cover that. Well, there's SuperNet as the NXT asset and is also trading on Poloniex as Unity. So SuperNet has several meanings. It is probably more precise to use the appropriate lizard terminology to drill down to the specific tech. So I'll just stick to some uh, lizard technology terminologies. <laughs> okay, so that's fair. Um, I see this conversation is going a bit technical. So as a subject itself is so technical. So this one is just a general questions before um, uh, continuing on Iguana topic. Um, I watched a video of Andreas Antonopoulos, who is the writer of Mastering Bitcoin book. Said in his video that it took 10 years of difference between and his mother to use email. He used email through Unix commands in 1990s, and his mother just swiped a button on a tablet and sent email using that. When you think we will be able to see such easiness of blockchain technology, do you think we will still call this technology blockchain in the future? Like years ago, we called internet, internet, and we still call it the same. What is your opinion on it? Well, I think blockchain in the future will be a lot like TCP IP and HTTP under the hood details. Really what the blockchain tech will become is most money things like bank accounts or etc. along with other use cases that are suited to solve. Abstracting the blockchain, it's the ability for a group of people that don't trust each other to cooperatively make everybody have the same numbers. This relates directly to public funds and budgets, auditing, but the first step is to allow a button on a tablet to do crypto to buy something. That would be really amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this sounds interesting. Uh, you mentioned DEX, DEX, uh, which I understand stands for Decentralized Exchange. Is that correct? Uh, tell us something more about it and what it is and how it's useful in Iguana, what different it's bringing uh, that other projects like NXT, BitShares, or, or, or Counterparty isn't bringing. Well, DEX, it's uh, short for Instant DEX, is the atomic cross-chain swap that's built into Iguana, well, on top of the Iguana core. DEX will directly exchange crypto coins in your local wallet, so there's absolutely no need for an intermediary. You will always control the coins, even when using Basilisk. So, if I'm correct, there's another technical feature in Iguana named Gecko. Is, is that correct? What is Gecko? Hmm. Uh, Gecko is a lizard name for the smart chain, which is a dedicated blockchain for a single specific application. There have been some notorious incidents with dApps gone wrong, and Gecko's approach isolates all issues specific to the single dApp into a single smart chain. 
That way, if anything goes wrong, it only affects that single smart chain, and it won't drag the main currency into some hard fork controversy, as there is no main chain that is the master of all chains. If there is, then it's sort of a centralized decentralization. You know, it's a contradiction. Um, the meaning of the main chain, which is decentralized, is compromised, and all subordinate chains are then compromised. With smart chains, they're all isolated from each other. This radically reduces the amount of data that needs to be stored. Each gecko is a specialist that knows only its own smart chain, so no need to store data or bother with any other gecko, unless you want it to. However, all these smart chains are backward compatible with the Bitcoin protocol for basic coin operations, and they can interoperate with each other, including atomic swaps. Well, yeah. That's really a wow, wow moment for me, sir. Um, <laughs> this whole stuff sounds crazily innovative. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't know any other single blockchain project who offers cross-blockchain exchange. I saw some threads on Bitcoin Talk Forum regarding atomic swap, and it's nothing like asset exchange. Um, if I have some Litecoins, and for example, I have to pay someone in Bitcoin, it's like I'm just sending that person some amount of Litecoin, which automatically converts to Bitcoin and gets paid uh, to that person. Is that, uh, and and uh, there's no middleman like Western Union if we take analogy of uh, fiat money in this crypto, crypto coin exchange. Is that correct? Uh, this whole atomic uh, swap exchange is automated in Iguana. And um, is, that a, is that already coded in Iguana or uh, what is the status of it? You're correct. Uh, even the other blockchain projects that allow for exchanging typically use an intermediate asset. I actually pioneered that two years ago with multi-gateway, MGW, where there is an asset that represents the Bitcoin. Then you can trade the asset trustlessly using the asset exchange. This requires depositing the Bitcoin into MGW, getting the BTC asset, and then using it to get back into BTC. You need to withdraw the asset. Atomic Swap skips even the step to convert to an asset. It goes from wallet to wallet. Today, I am debugging this automation. I originally required that you are running a full Iguana node for both coins to be able to Atomic Swap. But that means if you want to swap Bitcoin, you need a full Bitcoin Iguana node can sync much faster and still uses up a lot of hard drive space and system resources due to the monster size of the Bitcoin blockchain. I develop on a very slow MacBook Air, so I detect when the code is slow and I can't run a full Bitcoin iguana as I only have 20 gigabytes of disk space free. What that means is that I need to get atomic swaps working for Basilisk nodes. Once I get it working, it would mean that anywhere in the iguana cloud a coin is supported, then all Basilisk nodes will be able to not only have wallets for that coin, but also atomic swap using the DEX. There is a real-time auction system that I made recently that simplifies the process of doing a DEX swap. You basically submit a form that says you have X amount of coin A and you want to swap it with coin B. This sends the query to special relay nodes, and I'll explain more about these special relays later if you ask about them. All the nodes that are liquidity providers would then get your request for a swap, and if they have inventory available, they'll publish a quote. This is all out in the public, so all the nodes can be watching all the other nodes to make sure there's no funny business, or even attempt at funny business. Your node will be watching the network for the best quote, and if you set a minimum acceptable price along with automatic mode, then after 30 seconds, it will start the atomic swap with the highest price. If automatic mode is not set, then you need to select from the list of quotes before 60 seconds. Time is short, 
because the prices are changing quickly, and this is just a start to the process. To complete it invokes a fairly complex protocol that includes waiting for blocks to confirm, but the idea is that once you agree to the swap, both sides will automatically process things until the trade completes, or if abandoned by one side, then reclaiming all the funds. Analogy is directly swapping dollars for euros without any middlemen, uh, and it's secured by using the Atomic Crypto Protocol. So you don't have to worry about sending any money and not getting any money back. Worst case is that you get your money back. Pretty good worst well, case scenario. <laughs> yeah, so that's a long, long answer for, uh, yeah. We expect that it's a technical one. So yeah, that was a long one. It, yeah, <laughs> and that's a, a, a complex process as well. So yeah, it makes sense to explain it in in, in description. Um, okay, so let's get to the next question. Um, so uh, while asking, I was excited, um, and uh, this is how I wrote. Um, and now these smart as gecko smart chains. Uh, this sounds more like Ethereum, and. Um, is it anything like Ethereum? Uh, you develop some kind of smart contract running blockchain using Iguana. With Ethereum, the developers developed a Solidity language, write smart codes. Uh, does Iguana smart, uh, does, does Gecko smart chains also use such kind of smart contract language to develop decentralized applications? Well, I use C that is compiled directly into the smart chain. Since each gecko is independent, you could just fork Iguana and add it enhancements and publish an announcement on the smart chain. Other nodes will be able to connect to it or simply make a basilisk request to it. So all the low-level infrastructure is in place and that allows projects to do just the 10% that is different about their enhancements and inherit the backward compatibility with Bitcoin. All with the power of the Iguana API, of course. I forgot to describe the virtual chain versus the private chain, actually. The asset chain usage is expected to create a lot of relatively low activity blockchains. And it doesn't make sense to have to run many physical nodes to keep the chain running. That's where virtual chains come in handy. The actual hardware to run the smart chain can be done by the full Iguana nodes. They don't need to know what the contents of the transaction data means, just whether it's validly signed or not. So that means you could just start a new chain without any VPS nodes at all. Uh, of course, your smart chain is making a lot of usage of the Iguana nodes. They'll notice and likely require payments of or and above the fee to create the chain. At that point, you can either pay incrementally or just start running your own nodes, in which case it operates as a normal altcoin. There will be a cost to create a new smart chain to cover node costs but a six-letter smart chain would cost one Bitcoin dark, so that's less than the cost of one-month VPS for a single node. The fee is shared between the Crypto777 asset and the Iguana nodes, and it goes up to 10 times for each letter smaller. For example, 10 Bitcoin dark for five letters, 100 Bitcoin dark for four letters, and 1,000 Bitcoin dark for three letters. I don't expect there'll be many three-letter smart chains that aren't built-in ones like DEX other than the few reserved ones. As you can see, the Iguana nodes are the workhorse nodes and have many ways they can earn fees from the rest of the ecosystem. Hey, okay, so that's another chunk of detail we need to grasp. Um, <laughs> uh, Gecko smart chains are still a big concept to grasp. Uh, it's getting much technical here. I, I, I read about uh, uh, side chains of block streams, uh, which will run alongside Bitcoin blockchain and um, We'll, we'll do the same kind of things like atomic swap, micropayments, etc. So why does Gecko smart chain sound so similar concept to sidechains? How it's similar or different to sidechains? 
but you said there's no master chain of any gecko smart chain and no hard fork or or uh, uh, no hard fork of main chain can change or affect gecko smart chains uh, that on its own looks like a breakthrough how far it is in development remember when i said iguana can run many coins at once like running bitcoin and bitcoin dark and litecoin all at the same time the gecko are like a totally new altcoin so this isn't any side chain but its own chain now the smart part comes from whatever enhancements to the bitcoin protocol that a specific gecko does i have things set up so you can add new script opcodes create a daily overlay to encode an arbitrary command set even add new network protocol messages all directly into the smart chain. This is a compiled approach versus the interpreted approach that is used by scripting smart contract systems. With a compiled approach, the developer just codes what the dApp needs and only what the dApp needs. Any language that creates linkable object files can be used, but of course, I code mine in C. The Dex dApp is less than a thousand lines of code, and I expect a lot of apps can be done with relatively small amounts of code, much less than a thousand lines. A simple case would be an asset chain where the smart chain only does basic coin operations and things like dividends. The coin for that chain would be the asset and would secure itself using a three-stage process, starting with proof of stake using itself. The problem with small blockchains is that their security is rather weak and they are subject to attacks, for example, double spends. Gecko solves this by using DPOW and it secures the smart chain using the massive Bitcoin hash rate. But details on this is still being finalized, so I'll have to find another time to explain in depth. Currently, I have a smart chain table able to be created via a single Bitcoin Dark op return, and it starts minting new blocks. Transactions are accepted, and it uses the Iguana code base, so it's Bitcoin RPC compatible. However, the smart chain code is still young, and I'm prioritizing getting DEX swaps working first. Yeah. Well, one after another, a uh, good chunk of details we are getting. Um, okay, so let me get to the next one. So the next question is number 28. So you are building instant DEX smart chain, which will also work as an asset chain. And you are putting smart programming codes written in C, this smart chain. Is that correct? Am I understanding that, that correctly? Uh, many developers use different programming languages and have their own preferences in choosing a programming language to code with. So can a web developer who's more comfortable with JavaScript type of coding develop a smart, smart chain and write smart programming codes in his or her smart chain? Or what other programming languages does smart chain support? At first, making customized smart chains will require coding, coding in C. However, I aim to make things configurable via JSON whenever possible. So depending on the use case, it might be possible to just use an API call to create a custom smart chain. Technically, any language that can create object files or libraries that can link with the Iguana codebase can be used without much trouble. I guess even JavaScript could be used to create all the C functions using the EM scripting. But I'm no expert on JavaScript, so I'm not sure about all the details of that. Okay, so it's all getting mixed up around here. So uh, can you please give a quick difference between a smart chain, asset chain, um, a virtual chain, and private chain in Iguana? Absolutely. A virtual chain is one that has no physical nodes and runs a gecko chain. For example, Iguana full nodes will process the transactions and mine the blocks. 
A private chain is just a virtual chain that has dedicated nodes using a real internet port. I'll try to allow mixing a virtual chain and a private chain. And in that case, you can start without any physical nodes. And then as the usage goes up, add physical nodes. An asset chain is a special case of the virtual chain where the coin represents the asset for one. A smart chain is a virtual chain just with special enhancements. Basically, at the low level, there needs to be a pure Bitcoin protocol coin that is either running virtualized or with physical nodes. Once you have that, you can add smart features, whatever can be coded in whatever compiled language. Fine. That clears a bit on all these technology their terminologies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so smart chains, uh, it's much in letters like DEX. Uh, did you mean it is a similar ways like exchanges list as a cryptocurrency with a three to four letter name? And these letters has to be named within the length of three letters to six letters. Um, uh, why you put cost on smart chains creation based on its letters? And is that cost one time to create a smart chain or its uh, uh, periodic cost? If so, how small or long period of cost it can be? Well, things like USD, EUR are more value than Bob USD, for example. Rarity makes three letter names 10 times more rare as there are only 26 letters and you can use case sensitive and even numbers. Uh, the thinking is that anybody that wants to make a USD chain will have a bigger budget than someone that's going to make a Bob USD chain. Also, this is a deposit for virtualization services. Deposit will last a varying amount of time depending on how active a chain is, but I want to price it so that running a virtual chain is the most cost-effective way, even compared to a low-cost VPS. Also, there are DPOW costs of making Bitcoin and Bitcoin dark transactions that need to be covered. That's, that clears on the cost question. Um, I think this already is a long conversation on just Iguana technology. You said running a full Iguana node will earn fees for serving Iguana network to create and manage smart chains and completing Basilisk Iguana nodes transactions in return of charging some fee. Which cryptocurrency this fees? Do I have to buy a cloud server to run a full Iguana node? Or my regular home laptop can be a full, a full Iguana node, which is not accessible publicly? You can sporadically provide Iguana services. But of course, you'd only sporadically earn fees and you wouldn't be able to be a special relay node. And those get the first chance to earn DEX fees. The fees get paid using the natural currency for the service. If you're asking for a Litecoin transaction to be created, then it would be denominated in Litecoin. When there's no natural currency, it would just be defaulted to Bitcoin Dark. Okay, so I think it's already a long conversation on just Iguana technology. Uh, it's an amazing work, James, and uh, that you are putting into Supernet project. Um, may, may, we know, uh, may we know who is working in Iguana team? I work on the core, and I get feedback from Anonymous, Come From Beyond, and Tier Nolan. Van Burek is doing the servers, wiki, and testing, and we have a GUI team. Other than Vinit, I'm not familiar with the personnel. Um, so that's uh, next question, which is very, uh, what you say, expected question in the uh, whole community. So that question is, when can we expect or when can we have a taste of Iguana Wallet? 
why it's getting delayed. And we, um, as we are hearing of Iguana Wallet in development for some time already. Unfortunately, I cannot answer questions about GUI. Okay, let's go to the next question then. So why is it taking so long to develop SuperNet technology? How long should it take to develop what I've developed so far? If you know a way to complete it sooner without spending many millions of dollars, please let me know. Your answer. <laughs> so, so, okay. Um, how do you see Iguana technology evolving in next five years or so? Where it might be? How do you envision its later evolved versions? In five years, it should be fully integrated seamlessly wherever it makes sense to have crypto or privacy. The easier it is to use, the harder it is to create. And this question, the next question is um, uh, kind of uh, uh, important because James is important to this whole project. So this is question number 36. So Bitcoin core, uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrencies developer Satoshi Nakamoto left his creation after taking his project to some good level in good hands. Uh, I hope you won't mind if I ask this question that uh, you think the same can happen with SuperNet project? Are you leaving SuperNet at some point? Do you think it's possible? I have no plans on leaving SuperNet. Certainly not before there's a team in place that can do a better job than I can. And if that actually happened, then I imagine my creativity level would go up 10 times as I wouldn't have to spend all the time on coding and debugging. <laughs> well, we expect your creativity and level goes up and we also get some solid team on Iguana as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we always I want agree. James. Yeah, we always want James to be. Um, okay. So, um, next question. Uh, what features we can expect to be available in Iguana Wallet first? And what will be the features which will be coming in later versions? How do you expect these features to be released happening uh, with different timeframes? Well, uh, as I said before, I cannot answer GUI issues as I am having my hands full with the core. That's also fair enough um, because the best uh, technical skill that one has, it's best to add there. And James is doing pretty fine with uh, his, not fine, he's doing amazing with um, his C skills and developing Iguana uh, Core. So yeah, I agree. So let's go over some questions related to, to SuperNet asset. Can you also explain in your words, what is SuperNet as an asset? What it manage, uh, sorry, how it manages its value in market? Well, at uh, supernet.org uh, forward slash dav.php, there's a summary of the major holdings that Supernet has, and it's updated in real time as the market prices change. That's uh, good. And what other official assets Supernet has? How will they earn and pay dividends? When can we expect those assets to start paying dividends? Is there any certain timeline for them? You can look in the SuperNet and SuperHodl accounts to see which assets it has. It's a long list that I don't mem and, and it's a long list. I don't memorize it. Each asset has a different purpose and a different way to monetize. I can only speak for assets I'm personally doing the tech for: Instant Dex, Next Privacy, Pangea, Next Coinsco, TradeBots. Dex will be earning fees from the atomic swaps. Next Privacy will earn revenues from a currently secret project. 
hopefully before winter. Pangea will need to be after the first round of tech is released, as it has some additional requirements. Tradebot's assets will get a rev share from Instantex, as, as will MGW. As far as the timeline goes, it would be after the corresponding core tech released, and in some cases, a GUI is also needed. Um, who are partner projects of Supernet? For example, NXT Free Market? Well, digitalcatalaxy.com forward slash report 2015 HTML should have a list of all that. Yep, that, uh, that there is um, a good list and good description of all those projects and related there. So it's a good, a good place to look at the PDF, which is available on that address. So let's get to the last question. So this is manage any of those projects which are partner of Supernet? Uh, if no, who manages them? I'm not managing any other projects, and I don't do GUI as I can't work much more than the 16 hours a day that I already do. Maybe when I'm done with the core work, I can think about doing some more active managing, but not sure why I would manage external projects. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Just uh, managing our own projects is fine. Your own projects are even enormous in, in size and, and vast in technology. I don't think it's uh, good to say you should, you managing other, other external manage, uh, other projects. So I'd, I'd have to say that good. James has his hands full. And, and we, you know, would it feel good to have James Lee on, on, on you know, let's say Burnett? Ethereum? <laughs> oh, no? no. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's always just um, good to have him here. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. So this was the whole interview, uh, 41 questions that I covered in text interview. At that time, it took me like um, more than six hours or, or, or even more with a little breaks in between uh, because James was mm-hmm. busy and he was um, doing uh, some work and he was also answering me there in a private channel. So yeah. I thanked him later and yeah, I, I, I asked, I tell, tell him, I still have more technical questions I could ask him. <laughs> and he said, you're always welcome. You can ask them again. Uh, I, I'll be here. It, this is the space. And I said, okay, that's for later then. Thank you. Thank you for your time and thanks for your patience and answering for, for this long text interview. It was maybe amazing. we'll have a part two, you know, coming up. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I'm uh, very honored that I was able to uh, to speak, um, you know, as as James Lee today. There were some very impressive technology mentioned in in this uh, in this interview, and uh, a lot of very interesting concepts to wrap your head around. Um, actually, what what it really reminded me of, I'm not sure if you guys have watched. There's a show on HBO called Silicon Valley, and it's about a tech company releasing a compression platform called Pied Piper, and. Oh. Iguana reminds me a lot of, of Pied Piper's project, which is basically just, it's, it's compression. But essentially what, what Iguana is, it's, it's, it's blockchain compression at its core. Like it's, it's, it's making it more easier. It's yeah, it's, it's, you know, ultimate compression really. So, um, you know, I just wanted to, I, I wanted to mention that. I thought it was very, a very interesting correlation. Maybe, maybe James Lee watches Silicon Valley. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I always find him on, on, on his computer. Who knows if he, oh, yeah, he watches right. TV I, while, while coding? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. There's probably no time for TV, right? Who knows? <laughs> Even on New Year's Eve, he was on computer. 
Wow, that's that's some love. Oh, that's like me and music. You were doing on computer. Yeah. And you would say what you were doing on computer because I also live on computer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'd be playing guitar. That's like my dedication to music. I don't know. Here's our buddy Lutz. Yeah, Lutz. What's up, bud? I'm still here. Okay, cool. Ah, I thought you sleep. Not, nah, nah, even I, I was getting there, but no, that, that technical <laughs> stuff really, really. I hope could I really hope knock I, anyone I, out. Well, I hope I covered those questions not so technically. I tried to be, but, and I hope um, uh, people also understood some technical, uh, uh, would you say, terms that um, uh, James covered. But yeah. in case uh, you guys have or anybody has still those um, questions regarding this technology. Um, I, I, I follow this technology very closely. I'm every day uh, sitting um, in these uh, SuperNet Slack channels and learning about this technology, exploring it, because I'm using this technology in my project. It's called SuperMesh. So uh, it is my need to know this project. So mm -hmm. uh, in any case, uh, I could be of any help of clearing some doubts, any any uh, possible ways I could help of to my skills. Uh, so yeah, anybody else is welcome to ask me. I will ask you, will you be my wife? No, I'm just joking. Nope. Whoa, whoa, you took a look. <laughs> <laughs> my, my crypto myth, no, I don't know. It doesn't work like that. Well, there happened. There there, there was a wedding on, on uh, what you say, which was registered on blockchain. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I saw that. That was pretty interesting, the blockchain wedding. That's uh, some interesting uh, applications of blockchain technology, that's for sure. Yeah. We'll have to include that in our next show, a summary on the blockchain <laughs> wedding. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to conclude this. Thank you. Thank you, Prince. You did an excellent job. And uh, gr Gruel. Gruel. Uh, gr Gruel. Gruel. Yeah. Gruel. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Thanks. Thanks. You, you're amazing. And I hope that this helps everybody out there understand Iguana just a little bit better, if not a tiny bit better. I think they'll get a lot better after this. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm astounded by by the information that was brought across in this interview. It's, uh, Iguana is a it's a groundbreaking project, and we're going to see some pretty amazing shit coming in the next uh, year. I think. Don't you agree, Lucas? Yeah, man, well, I'm thankful sure. to both of you because you spent like more than half of the day just to record this show with uh, so many glitches and problems because this interview was totally different and was harder to do than other usual interviews that you guys mm. have you known might have composed or done before. It's yeah. totally from text to uh, speech. Well, first, we tried text to speech software didn't work, and then we tried you know uh, making a person doing some other voice didn't work. Now. Well, finally we got John and his voice natural. is amazing yeah natural totally you are doing really amazing you oh, are like you. Um, yeah you are truly yeah you you do DJ yourself that really suits your job <laughs> so yeah <laughs> you are doing amazing man I really thank like you. this so thank yeah thank you well Thanks more things here. more good things to come I, 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 I look forward to future shows with you as well Gruel and okay. uh, and we're just gonna rock this, uh, rock this space. Uh, thing. Crypto space. <laughs> <laughs> rock the crypto yeah. space. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks. Thanks, both of you. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a, All right. Have a great night, and I'll, I'll talk yeah. soon. And yep. everybody out there, don't forget we have a lot more coming. Core Media is probably gonna be number one in everyone's list. Peace out.
Stay tuned. Bye. Sex appeal. Sex appeal.